Howdy folks, welcome back to Bible in a Year. Today is day 109, and we are going to start off with Joshua chapters 7 through 9. But the people of Israel broke faith in regard to the devoted things, for Achan, the son of Carmi, son of Zabdi, son of Zerah of the tribe of Judah, took some of the devoted things, and the anger of the Lord burned against the people of Israel. Joshua sent men from Jericho to Ai, which is near Beth-Avon, east of Bethel, and said to them, Go up and spy out the land. And the men went up and spied out Ai. And they returned to Joshua and said to him, Let not all the people go up, but let about two or three thousand men go up and attack Ai. Do not make the whole people toil up there, for they are but few. So about three thousand went up from there from the people, and they fled before the men of Ai. And the men of Ai killed about thirty-six men of them, and chased after them before the gate as far as Shebarim, and, and slew them at the descent. And the hearts of the people melted and became as water. Then Joshua rent his clothes and fell to the earth upon his face before the ark of the Lord until the evening, he and the elders of Israel, and they put dust upon their heads. And Joshua said, Alas, O Lord God, why hast thou brought this people over the Jordan at all to give us into the hands of the Amorites to destroy us? Would that we had been content to dwell beyond the Jordan. O Lord, what can I say when Israel has turned their backs before their enemies? For the Canaanites and all the inhabitants of the land will hear of it and will surround us and cut off our name from the earth. And what wilt thou do for thy great name? The Lord said to Joshua, Arise, why have you thus fallen upon your face? Israel has sinned. They have transgressed my covenant, which I commanded them. They have taken some of the devoted things. They have stolen and lied and put them among their own stuff. Therefore, the people of Israel cannot stand before their enemies. They turn their backs before their enemies because they have become a thing for destruction. I will be with you no more unless you destroy the devoted things from among you. Up, sanctify the people and say, Sanctify yourselves for tomorrow, for thus says the Lord, God of Israel. There are devoted things in the midst of you, O Israel. You cannot stand before your enemies until you take away the devoted things from among you. In the morning, therefore, you shall be brought near by your tribes, and the tribe which the Lord takes shall come near by families. And the family which the Lord takes shall come near by households, and the household which the Lord takes shall come near man by man. And he who is taken with the devoted things shall be burned with fire, he and all that he has, because he has transgressed, transgressed the covenant of the Lord, and because he has done a shameful thing in Israel. So Joshua rose early in the morning and brought Israel near, tribe by tribe, and the tribe of Judah was taken. And he brought near the families of Judah, and the family of, of the Zerahites was taken. And he brought near the family of the Zerahites, man by man, and Zabdi was taken. And he brought near his household, man by man, and Achan, the son of Carmi, son of Zabdi, son of Zerah, of the tribe of Judah, was taken. Then Joshua said to Achan, My son, give glory to the Lord God of Israel, and render praise to him, and tell me now what you have done. Do not hide it from me. And Achan answered Joshua, Of a truth I have sinned against the Lord God of Israel, and this is what I did. When I saw among the spoil a beautiful mantle from Shinar and 200 shekels of silver and a bar of gold weighing 50 shekels, then I coveted them and took them. And behold, they are hidden in the earth out inside my tent with the silver underneath. So Joshua sent messengers and they ran to the tent. And behold, it was hidden in his tent with the silver underneath. And they took them out of the tent and brought them to Joshua and all the people of Israel. And they laid them down before the Lord. And Joshua and all Israel took with him took Achan the son of Zerah and the silver and the mantle and the bar of gold and his sons and daughters and his oxen and asses and sheep and his tent and all that he had and they brought them up to the valley of Acre. And Joshua said, Why did you bring trouble on us? The Lord brings trouble on you today. And all Israel stoned with stones. They burned them with fires and stoned them with stones. 
and they raised over him a great heap of stones that remains to this day. Then the Lord turned from his burning anger. Therefore, to this day, the name of that place is called the Valley of Achor. And the Lord said to Joshua, Do not fear or be dismayed. Take all the fighting men with you and arise. Go up to Ai. See, I have given into your hand the king of Ai, his people, his city, and his land. And you shall do to Ai and its king as you did to Jericho and its people. Only its spoil and its cattle you shall take his booty for yourselves. Lay an ambush against the city behind it. So Joshua arose and all the fighting men to go up to Ai. And Joshua chose 30,000 mighty men of valor and sent them forth by night. And he commanded them, Behold, you shall lie in ambush against the city behind it. Do not go very far from the city, but hold yourselves all in readiness. And I and all the people who are with me will approach the city. And when they come out against us as before, we shall flee before them. And they will come out after us till we have drawn them away from the city. For they will say, They are fleeing from us as before. So we will flee from them. Then you shall rise up from the ambush and seize the city. For the Lord your God will give it into your hand. And when you have taken the city, you shall set the city on fire, doing as the Lord has bidden. See, I have commanded you. So Joshua sent them forth, and they went to the place of ambush, and lay between Bethel and Ai, to the west of Ai. But Joshua spent that night among the people. And Joshua rose early in the morning and mustered the people, and went out with the elders of Israel before the people of Ai. And all the fighting men who were with him went up and drew near before the city, and encamped in the north side of Ai, with a ravine between them and Ai. And he took about 5,000 men and set them in ambush between Bethel and Ai to the west of the city. So they stationed the forces, the main encampment, which was north of the city and its rear guard west of the city. But Joshua spent that night in the valley. And when the king of Ai saw this, he and all his people, the men of the city, made haste and went out early to the descent towards Arabah to meet Israel in battle. But he did not know that there was an ambush against him behind the city. And Joshua and all Israel made a pretense of being beaten before them and fled in the direction of the wilderness. So all the people who were in the city were called together to pursue them. And as they pursued Joshua, they were drawn away from the city. There was not a man left in Ai or Bethel who did not go out after Israel. They left the city open and pursued Israel. Then the Lord said to Joshua, Stretch out the javelin that is in your hand toward Ai, for I will give it into your hand. And Joshua stretched out the javelin that was in his hand toward the city. And the ambush rose quickly out of their place, and as soon as he had stretched out his hand, they ran and entered the city and took it, and they made haste to set the city on fire. So when the men of Ai looked back, behold, the smoke of the city went up to heaven, and they had no power to flee this way or that, for the people that fled to the wilderness turned back upon the pursuers. And when Joshua and all Israel saw that the ambush had taken the city, and that the smoke of the city went up, then they turned back and smote the men of Ai. And the others came forth from the city against them. So they were in the midst of Israel, some on this side and some on that side. And Israel smote them until there was left none that survived or escaped. But the king of Ai they took alive and brought him to Joshua. When Israel had finished slaughtering all the inhabitants of Ai in the open wilderness, where they pursued them, and all of them at the very last had fallen by the edge of the sword, all Israel returned to Ai and smote it with the edge of the sword. And all who fell that day, both men and women, were twelve thousand, all the people of Ai. For Joshua did not draw back his hand with which he stretched out the javelin until he had utterly destroyed all the inhabitants of Ai. Only the cattle and the spoil of that city Israel took as their booty, according to the word of the Lord which he commanded Joshua. So Joshua burned Ai and made it forever a heap of ruins, as to this day. And he hanged the king of Ai on a tree until evening, and at the going down of the sun Joshua commanded, 
and they took his body down from the tree and cast it at the entrance of the gate of the city and raised over it a great heap of stones, which stands there to this day. Then Joshua built an altar on Mount Ebel to the Lord, the God of Israel, as Moses, the servant of the Lord, had commanded the people of Israel, as it is written in the book of the law of Moses, an altar of unhewed stones upon which no man has lifted an iron tool. And they offered on it burnt offerings to the Lord as sacrificed peace offerings. And there in the presence of the people of Israel, he wrote upon the stones a copy of the law of Moses, which he had written. And on all Israel, sojourner as well as homeborn, with their elders and their officers, their judges, stood on opposite sides of the ark before the Levitical priests who carried the ark of the covenant of the Lord, half of them in front of Mount Gerizim and half of them in front of Mount Ebal, as Moses, the servant of the Lord, had commanded at the first, that they should bless the people of Israel. And afterward, he read all the words of the law, the blessing and the curse, according to all that is written in the book of the law. There was not a word of all that Moses commanded, which Joshua did not read before all the assembly of Israel and the women and the little ones and the sojourners who lived among them. When all the kings who were beyond the Jordan in the hill country and in the lowland all along the coast of the great sea toward Lebanon, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites heard of this, they gathered together with one accord to fight Joshua and Israel. But when the inhabitants of Gibeon heard what Joshua had done to Jericho and Ai, they on their act, they on their part acted with cunning and went and made ready provisions and took worn-out sacks upon their asses and wineskins worn out and torn and mended, with worn-out patched sandals on their feet and worn-out clothes, and all their provisions were dry and moldy. And they went to Joshua in the camp of Gilgal and said to him and to the men of Israel, We have come from a far country, so now make a covenant with us. But the men of Israel said to the Hivites, Perhaps you live among us. Then how can we make a covenant with you? They said to Joshua, We are your servants. And Joshua said to them, Who are you and where do you come from? They said to him, From a very far country your servants have come because of the name of the Lord your God, for we have heard a report of him and all that he did in Egypt, and all that he did to the two kings of the Amorites who were beyond the Jordan, Shion the king of Heshbon, and Og king of Bashan who dwelt in Ashtaroth. And our elders and all the inhabitants of our country said to us, Take provisions in your hand from the journey and go to meet them and say to them, We are your servants. Come now and make a covenant with us. Here is our bread. It was still warm when we took it from our houses as our food for the journey. On the day we set forth to you, but now, behold, it is dry and moldy. These wineskins were new when we filled them, and behold, they are burst. These garments and clothes of ours are worn out from a very long journey. So the men partook of their provisions and did not ask direction, direction from the Lord. And Joshua made peace with them and made a covenant with them to let them live. And the leaders of the congregation swore to them. At the end of three days, after they had made a covenant with them, they heard that they were their neighbors and that they dwelt among them. And the people of Israel set out and reached their cities on the third day. Now their cities were Gibeon, Chephirah, Beeroth, and Kiriath-Jerim. But the people of Israel did not kill them, because the leaders of the congregation had sworn to them by the Lord, the God of Israel. Then all the congregation murmured against the leaders. But all the leaders said to the congregation, We have sworn to them by the Lord, the God of Israel, and now we may not touch them. This we will do to them, and let them live, lest wrath be upon us because of the oath which we swore to them. And the leaders said to them, Let them live. So they became hewers of wood and drawers of water for all the congregation, as the leaders had said of them. Joshua summoned them, and he said to them, Why did you deceive us, saying, We are very far from you, when you dwell among us? Now, therefore, you are cursed, and some of you shall always be slaves, hewers of wood and drawers of water from the house of my God. They answered Joshua, 
because it was told to your servants for a certainty that the Lord your God had commanded his servant Moses to give you all the land, to destroy all the inhabitants of the land from before you. So we feared greatly for our lives because of you and did this thing. And now, behold, we are in your hand. Do as it seems good and right in your sight to do to us. So he did to them and delivered them out of the hand of the people of Israel, and they did not kill him. But Joshua made them that day hewers of wood and drawers of water for the congregation and for the altar of the Lord to continue to this day in the place which he should choose. All right, next up is Psalm 109. Be not silent, O God of my praise, for wicked and deceitful mouths are opened against me, speaking against me with lying tongues. They beset me with words of hate and attack me without cause. In return for my love, they accuse me, even as I make prayer for them. So they reward me evil for good and hatred for my love. Appoint a wicked man against him. Let an accuser bring him to trial. When he is tried, let him come forth guilty. Let his prayer be counted as sin. May his days be few. May another seize his goods. May his children be fatherless and his wife a widow. May his children wander about and beg. May they be driven out of the ruins they inhabit. May the, creator see, may the creditor seize all that he has. May strangers plunder the fruits of his toil. Let there be none to extend kindness to him, nor any pity his fatherless children. May his posterity be cut off. May his name be blotted out in the second generation. May the iniquity of his fathers be remembered before the Lord, and let not the sin of his mother be blotted out. Let them be before the Lord continually, and may his memory be cut off from the earth. For he did not remember to show kindness, but pursued the poor and needy and the brokenhearted to their death. He loved to curse. Let curses come on him. He did not like blessing. May it be far from him. He clothed himself with cursing at his coat. May it soak into his body like water, like oil into his bones. May it be like a garment which he wraps around himself, like a belt with which he daily girds himself. May this be the reward of my accusers from the Lord, of those who speak evil against my life. But thou, O God, my Lord, deal on my behalf for thy name's sake, because thy steadfast love is good. Deliver me. For I am poor and needy, and my heart is stricken within me. I am gone like a shadow at evening. I am shaken off like a locust. My knees are weak through fasting. My body has become gaunt. I am an object of scorn to my accusers. When they see me, they wag their heads. Help me, O Lord my God. Save me according to thy steadfast love. Let them know that this is thy hand. Thou, O Lord, hast done it. Let them curse, but do thou bless. Let my assailants be put to shame. May thy servant be glad. May my accusers be clothed with dishonor. May they be wrapped in their own shame as in a mantle. With my mouth I will give thanks to the Lord. I will praise him in the midst of the throng. For he stands at the right hand of the needy to save him from those who condemn him to death. And our last reading for today is Luke chapter 9 verses 1 to 27. And he called the twelve together and gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases. And he sent them out to preach the kingdom of God and to heal. And he said to them, Take nothing for your journey, no staff, nor bag, nor bread, nor money, and do not have two tunics. And whatever house you enter, stay there and from there depart. And wherever they do not receive you, when you leave that town, shake off the dust from your feet as a testimony against them. And they departed and went through the villages, preaching the gospel and healing everywhere. Now Herod the Tetrarch heard of all that was done, and he was perplexed, because it was said by some that John had been raised from the dead, by some that Elijah had appeared, and by others that, that one of the old prophets had risen. Herod said, John, I beheaded, but who is this about whom I hear such things? And he sought to see him. 
On their return, the apostles told him what they had done, and he took them and withdrew apart to a city called Bethsaida. When the crowds learned it, they followed him, and he welcomed them and spoke to them of the kingdom of God and cured those who, who had need of healing. Now the day began to wear away, and the twelve came to him and said to him, Send the crowd away to go into the villages and country roundabout to lodge and get provisions, for we are here in a lonely place. But he said to them, You give them something to eat. They said, We have no more than five loaves and two fish, unless we are to go and buy food for all these people. For there was about five thousand men. And he said to his disciples, Make them sit down in companies, about about fifty each. And they did so, and made them all sit down. And taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven and blessed and broke them and gave them to the disciples to set before the crowd. And all ate and were satisfied. And they took up what was left over, twelve baskets of broken pieces. Now it happened that as he was praying alone, the disciples were with him. And he asked them, Who do the people say that I am? And they answered, John the Baptist. But others said, Elijah. And others, that one of the old prophets has risen. And he said to them, But who do you say that I am? And Peter answered, the Christ of God. But he charged and commanded them to tell this to no one, saying, The Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and on the third day be raised. And he said to all, If a man would come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake, he will save it. For what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses or forfeits himself? For whoever is ashamed of me and of my words, of him will the Son of Man be ashamed when he comes in his glory, in the glory of the Father and of the holy angels. But I tell you truly, there are some standing here who will not taste death before they see the kingdom of God. Well, that's everything for today. Um, I hope everyone is doing well, and I'll see you tomorrow. Bye for now.